Well, thousands of pro-life supporters descended once again upon the nation's capital for the annual March for Life last Friday for its 50th year. And it's the first march since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade last June. Well, in this landmark decision of Dobbs versus Jackson Women Health Organization accomplished the long stated goal of the annual march to overturn Roe. But it has raised questions as to how large the event would be given this decision. Well, joining me today to discuss the March for Life is Chris Faddis. He is the co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare, a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry that is faithful to the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, Brenda. It's great to talk to you. Well, you were there. So tell us a little bit from your firsthand experience what it was like there at the march, especially in light of the Supreme Court's decision. You know, it was honestly, Brenda, it was just a beautiful time. I will say the weather weather held nicely, so it was great. Uh, Last year it was bone-chilling cold, so it was really nice to have some moderate weather this year. Um, But ultimately it was just a beautiful day. I, I was among the people that was, you know, not sure if we would have as big of a crowd or what it would be like. And, and I would say, um, while I don't think it was the biggest crowd they've had, I, I do believe it was bigger than last year's crowd. Um, you know, and, and uh, even, you know, there's a, there's a moment when pro-life leaders are invited onto the stage. And so every year I take a picture of that crowd. And I would say that last year's crowd looked a little bit smaller. So, so it was really great to see so many folks coming. There was a lot of hope, a lot of excitement, uh, but also a lot of resolve because I think, you know, as you know, there's a lot of work to do around the country um, in, in many states and also in just making sure we're solving uh, for people's needs and making sure that, that these women and children are being taken care of and all of that. So a lot of resolve, a lot of discussion about what's next. Um, and, and it really was a, uh, a beautiful day. And I think we, we do have a lot of work to do. So I, I hope that more and more people will, you know, we need a, these rallies in some ways certainly help to, you know, get law changes and wake some of our, you know, our lawmakers up and those kind of things, but they also should help to embolden us and empower us to go out and do the work that's at at hand. Well, Chris, here in the state of Oregon, the March for Life coming up on January 28th. I recently spoke with Lois Anderson, who is the executive director of the Oregon Right to Life program. They are the organizers of the event. And she said that while there is so much work especially in the state of Oregon and also in the state of Washington. Lois said this year's March taking on a definite celebratory feel to it in light of that decision. Did you get the sense that that was also the case there in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, absolutely. People were definitely celebrating. Um, I think celebrating, but also with a sense of knowing we're not done, right? It's it's sort Mm -hmm. of an, you know, but but I think it was a big deal. I think people were very excited. It was the first time we, you know, a lot of us have been able to gather since the Roe decision, I think people were really excited for that. Um, but there was a lot of talk about what's next. What do we need to do? What, what do it. we need to, um, you know, do to help these women, these families? How can we make abortion unthinkable? You know, uh, what are the, the legal things we need to do and policy things we need to do around the country? Uh, so there was a lot of that. In fact, you know, uh, being part of the march, I, I'm one of the folks that gets a lot of interviews and um, I mean, every interviewer that I interviewed with asked me those questions. What's next for the March for Life? What are we, what are we to do now? What's next for the, for the pro-life movement? Um, so I think it's important that I would encourage folks there in Oregon, uh, hopefully this isn't going to air before your local March for Life, but I definitely would encourage you to be there. I think we need to make our voice, 
continue to make our, our voice heard and make it clear that, that we're not going away. I mean, some people ask, well, why, why still go? And the reality is there's still abortions happening in this country, and we cannot stop um, advocating for those, those unborn lives. Oh, no doubt we will not stop. We will not be deterred from our focus. Chris Faddis is joining me today. He is the co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare. Solidarity is a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry that is always faithful to the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Well, let's talk about the healthcare system, too, because, well, Solidarity, you will not be deterred in offering a, an alternative to traditional health insurance. You know, for the first time in Gallup's two-decade polling trend, less than half of Americans are satisfied with the quality of their health care. Well, that means more than half it's either fair or worse than fair. I don't even want to think about getting health care that is fair. So talk about these polling results. What stood out for you? Yeah, I mean, a big thing is, you know, I have to be honest, it, it, it was a little bit surprising that this polling wasn't this way before. Um, but I think they asked these questions in very significantly, you know, geared ways. But what I, what I will say is if you think about it, you know, we're about 10 years from the enactment and, and kind of implementation of the Affordable Care Act. And so if you look at that as a metric to say, okay, 10 years in, how are we doing? Did we improve healthcare? And the answer would largely be no. If the numbers are continuing to go down and, you know, 21% rating it poor, that would suggest that we did some, we didn't do it right, right? We're missing something. Um, and so that was one of the big things that I, that I, uh, you know, really notice is, is the, the, those things. The other thing is I note, and it's not in this poll, but the reality is, is that, you know, we're spending, you know, we're, we're approaching $5 trillion in, in healthcare spend this year. Um, and that's only expected to go up, right? So the fact that we're increasing our spend in healthcare, even though the Affordable Care Act was supposed to decrease our spend, and we're getting, you know, more and more people saying they're unhappy, you know, that's, that's something for us to look at and say, hey, maybe, maybe there's reasons we need to make some changes here. Well, if you are looking to make a change, maybe you are looking for something different than your traditional health insurance. Well, Solidarity, they're ready to answer all of your questions. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about Solidarity and, you know, why it's a more viable alternative than traditional health insurance. Yeah, I mean, I, I think ultimately, you know, for one, as, as consumer out-of-pocket spending continues to rise, um, and we're seeing that as we take in our members' bills, um, you know, you need a you need an advocate there to help advocate for you to lower your costs, right? To to reduce those costs, and we're doing that on a regular basis, right? Taking exorbitant MRI bills of four thousand or five thousand dollars, and and you know, discounting those down to five or six hundred dollars, which is the fair and reasonable price, uh, and sharing that with the provider, and and that typically is satisfactory, right? So, those are th these are ways we can help to reduce that. So that's one thing is you're always going to have an advocate. And Solidarity HealthShare, who's going to help fight for fair and just pricing for you and your family. Um, you're also going to get the opportunity to, to get access to the kind of care you want and need. You know, we've talked, Brenda, before about your wonderful life-affirming uh, clinic there. Holy, Holy Family, family Clinic, you. yes. You know, and, and, you know, those being able to have access to that kind of care, being able to have access to life-affirming fertility care, having access to advanced and alternative and integrative medical treatments, right? Those are all things. Um, that are missing from today's healthcare picture on the larger scale, but Solidarity uh, is is willing to share into and, and participate. So, uh, you know, those are all reasons why I, I encourage folks. You know, we talked a lot in D.C. about what the difference between life-affirming healthcare and life-denying healthcare. 
Um, and ultimately, for us, we, we define life-affirming healthcare as something that's always restorative to, to the body, that's always lo- respecting the body and the, how the person was made and looking at how can we restore them to order or give them you know, the best chance at success of their health journey. Um, and, and whereas life-denying care often is, is you know, manipulating the body, you know, limiting the hormones, mutilating the body, whatever it might be, right? And so at Solidarity HealthShare, I would say that you are, you are accessing life-affirming health care uh, and we're we're working with you to to, to at that goal. And the, doesn't that uh, just mentality about solidarity go right along with our church and our pro life ideals and moral teachings? So, Chris, you are right in line and where you need to be. And uh, we sure thank you for your time, always sharing with us what is happening uh, in the world of healthcare and within the pro-life movement, within our Catholic faith. God bless you for all you do. Remind our listeners where they can go for more information. Yeah, visit us at SolidarityHealthShare.org, SolidarityHealthShare.org, or just give us a call at 844-313-4999. Well, fantastic. Chris, thank you again so much. Thanks for the update on March for Life, and thank you again for talking to us a little bit more about Solidarity HealthShare. Have a very blessed day. God bless.